1: Dose of Leadership podcast, episode 178.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Dose of Leadership podcast, the show that brings you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most relevant and motivating leaders. Each episode is dedicated to highlight real life leadership and influence experts who dedicate their lives to the pursuit of the truth, common sense, and courageous leadership. And now, here's your host, Richard Ryerson.
1: Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome, all Dosa Leadership Nation listeners. I appreciate you taking the time to tune into the show once again. I love the comments I'm receiving, the emails, please keep them coming my way. If you got any questions about leadership or you you know questions about your what you should do with leadership, if you're having a leadership challenge, let me know. Send it at Richard at I'd be more than happy to answer your questions and maybe even read your questions on the air and answer them there. Hey, I want to introduce my new friends to the show, new partners to the show, 99 Designs. And these guys have tons of experience. They really helped me on my branding. And having experience these days is totally priceless. More than 300,000 design projects have passed through the doors at 99designs, and that's expertise. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I chose to work with them on my design projects. Go visit 99designs.com slash leadership, and you can get a $99 power pack of services absolutely free today. Well, this is a real treat to have Kit Summers on the show. And, uh, you know, so if you ever think you've had a bad day, imagine being hit by a truck and then several years later being hit by a truck again. After spending months in the hospital and relearning to walk and to talk, world-class juggler juggler and entertainer Kit Summers not only learned to juggle again, he learned to live again, and he can teach us all how to live a better life. He's got contagious optimism and it inspires others as he shares his secrets to finding happiness in the face of adversity. I'm quoting him now. He says, we have to learn to direct our thoughts and not let our thoughts direct us. He uh, enthuses as he emphasizes that being happy really comes down to a matter of choice. Kit, welcome to the Dose of Leadership Podcast. What a thrill to have you on.
2: Oh, thank you for the uh invitation, Richard.
1: Well gosh, you know, such a story of adversity. I'm I'm curious to to, to learn more about about this. So you were a world class juggler and uh your world got turned upside down. So so bring us up to speed. Tell us start telling your story. Yeah, let me
2: um let me start with juggling. I I just I've always been intrigued by things Unusual, but things it's different. And just for some reason, I didn't want to follow the normal path in life. And so I, I took up juggling. I learned from someone who could barely juggle, but then I um, practiced really hard at first. Um, first few years, I was every day at the gym, and uh, at the age of 16, I get this, I got first place on The Gong Show. Gong Show, I love it. Oh my
1: god, yes. Whoa, blast from the past. Yeah, I used to watch it religiously as a kid, yeah.
2: Oh, you poor man. (laughs) (laughs) So I got 30 points in first place and it was, you know, at that point I said, this is what I'm going to do for my life. And I went on to, I went to Europe for a bit, I lived in Hawaii for a bit, just practicing and learning about juggling the whole time and performing. And, I um lived in my home in San Diego and I used to do street shows in Bobo Park. I would you know perform and, and put a hat on, make money and people often, you know, think well he makes some change. Uh, some day they made like six hundred dollars. So wow, was, uh,
1: amazing. This is in the seventies, um, right? I mean this is the late seventies. Yeah, so, yeah.
2: So that that means like now it'd be worth one hundred and twenty eight thousand and six dollars. <laughs> Well, maybe. Um, anyway, so I I love my life, but I've always wanted to want to keep advancing and and going forward and and a step up and a step up, and so I sent my videotape to, to an and I'm in Hollywood. After only three weeks, she booked me as a star performer at Bally's Casino. Oh wow! In amazing. Atlantic City.
1: That's amazing.
2: Uh, hey, oh. so I hit the big time. Yeah. And um, you know, my whole time as a juggler. I, I felt like I got paid to have fun. And that's the skin life I found. That can, everyone's got to find that. And if you don't love what you do for a living, you waste life, I think. But any job, you can develop a love for it. If you, perhaps you don't really um, feel passionate about your work, then you have to learn every detail of that occupation. Learn everything you can about that. Become an expert. Become a teacher of whatever area it is. And I just can guarantee anyone that not only will you produce better work, but you'll love what you do. So that's just key to find the passion is to just learn everything you can about it and just push yourself for the best.
1: Well, so there you are. I mean, great advice. And I think all of us would love to get to the point where we're doing something where what we love and then it's really not work. I mean, so there you were at Bally's and how old were you? Were you 17, 18? I mean, you, wh- how old were you when you were working at Bally's?
2: I was booked for months and they kept me up for nine months because they liked my work. Wow. And I was 23 um, when my big change came. <laughs> Let me tell you about that. Um, so I arrived at Bally's and parked my car. I don't remember much of this because my memory was kind of a race. Right. But anyway, I, I parked my car and it was raining out. I heard so hard you could barely see. And so I was crossing busy Atlantic Avenue. I, looked, I went up into the street, I looked left, looked right, didn't see a thing. So I started to the street and I was hit by a truck. Wow. And they told me I was thrown on the hood, I broke the windshield with my head. Then I rolled to the side and I tore off the side mirror with my body. Oh my god! Then I laid in a crumpled heave, from which I wouldn't awaken for thirty-seven days.
1: So thirty-seven days you were in a coma. Yes. Wow.
2: And I, I before this I never even knew about comas or, or rehab centers or, but um, that was make big big change. And, what,
1: uh, what was your first? What was your last memory? And what was your first memory? The last memory prior to the accident, and what was your first memory waking up out of the coma? Do you remember?
2: Um. I don't because my, my memory is so sketchy up to right like three weeks before the accident In fact, <laughs> here's a little story um i used to go had a friend in new york city named sue and we were great friends and she, but she knew she always knew i wanted more than that but um i guess it was like three weeks before the accident we were together and uh in that way and I had forgotten that that happened. Um, wow. But she, but she did remind me later <laughs> after the accident again. So but you... then when I woke up again, it was my memory was was so terrible for it, like a short-term memory. Right. I had, my, I had all my long-term memories. I just – my short-term, I had to develop that again.
1: So you had to – Relearn to do everything again after coming out of this coma. You had to learn how to eat. You learn how to talk, walk, and all that. And then, did you pick up? Jo-
2: I knew, I knew what to do. I just had to retrain my my nerve pathways on how to do it. Wow. I had all the memories, but just it was like my mind was putting a mannequin, and I had to train a new body again to, you know, be successful.
1: So you knew how to do it, but your brain just didn't have the connections. Wow, that just yeah. how that's weird. That is weird. That just I can't even really comprehend what that must be like.
2: And that's the thing is people take life for granted. They don't think about how they walk, how they speak.
1: Yeah, it's just so natural, right?
2: details of life. And if we look at our life and what helped me and what can help everyone is in in all that I do, uh, all that I try, I go for excellence because that's a choice we have. We can choose mediocrity, which it seems that most people go for mediocrity. Oh, yeah. But we can go for excellence. And if we, I got this from my juggling, because every attempt on a trick, you have to really push yourself to do excellence. And the thing is, every, like, even uh, details, um, brushing your teeth, washing the dishes, preparing a meal, if you go for excellence and all the small details in your life, your life can turn out magnificent. So, no matter how small, because once you start working on reflections for everything, it'll become a habit right. that will just transform your life to just amazing.
1: So let's talk about that a little bit. Where did that kind of spark come from? I mean, obviously, you like as you said. I mean, you were. I mean. You pushed yourself on the from the juggling side of it. I mean, you at one time you had the world record. You you mastered juggling seven clubs. I mean, nobody else was doing it but you, and you just kept pushing yourself, pushing yourself. I,
2: yeah, actually, at the time I was one of the six in the world who could juggle seven, um, but that was a world record, and it's been beaten by now. And now there's someone juggle eight. Um, but if anyone wants to, they can go to YouTube, and do a search for my name, Kit Summers, K I T S U M M E R S. And I' have some videos on there uh, there's one of my the old deaths I did at Bally's and you can by watching the video you can just see the the joy I had in in presenting my show from people. I just wow it was such a wondrous thing for me
1: so when you coming out of this first accident did you did you pick up juggling again I mean did you ever start it again
2: well yeah I, I thought from the time i first woke up i thought my juggling would be back with me within a month to the level i was before and i didn't figure out that my mind had changed right. that i would never reach that level in juggling again and i juggle three and you know i still have i do some tricks but i still have trouble with it um so it just i've used the same you see it's a certain, like I said before, a passion in life, and so I couldn't, I couldn't name that passion my juggling, so I used it toward other things in my life, like my recovery. Um, and then five years after the accident, I want to write a book on juggling, but I didn't want to write just a book on juggling, but I want to write the best book ever written on the subject. And I told my William, but I'm told by many jugglers that my book, Juggling with Finesse, is just thoroughly the best book on children that's been written. And the book is about 300 pages. They now by 11, and have a lot of pictures and photos and drawings. And it was just, it was sort of my, my big um, self-therapy to come back again from the accident was writing my right. book. The book went on to, I self-published and I went on to sell over 25,000 copies. Wow. So it did well. Well,
1: that's amazing. Well, you know, you know, anytime I hear stories like this and, you know, about coming back from, you know, this, you, you'd probably go yourself crazy. Like, why did this happen to me? Why, you know, I, I know I would yeah. fall, fall into that trap. I mean, why is this happening to me? And and for, for you to sit there and turn that around and, and, you know, after, as you said, out of every loss, make a new direction out of it. I mean.
2: How... Although I, I have to admit, though, Richard, I, there were times when I got depressed.
1: I'm sure, yeah.
2: Times when I, times when I got upset. I I. Many tears were shed at what I had lost, yeah, and um I just I saw that it came to a point where I saw that we're in charge of how we feel women we're the we're one in, in charge of our our emotions, so I saw that I was the one who was bringing on this depression, so I just see so many people who are so depressed and so in misery in their life, and it's a choice we make. Mm. We choose to be, we choose to be depressed and upset, or we choose to be happy and joyful. At this point, even though these terrible things are happening to me, I've never been happier. Wow! Because it's the choice I make, that everyone can make.
1: What was this, the kind of the catalyst after that? You know, I, I, I can just. I completely resonate and understand how you could be feeling that way. What was kind of the turning point where you said, "You know what? This is a choice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it around." How long did it take you to get to that point? Um,
2: it's just like I said, the depression came on now and then, but it didn't last very long. I've always been sort of a positive person, kind of a playful with life and right. curious because. As people get older, they turn in. I could say it, they turn into adults. Huh. They lose their childhood fun and play and the curiosity. And if you hold on to the curiosity of life, there's so many wonders that you you know you can see and do. Um, so that helped me to come back. Was I found it interesting to relearn how to walk, how to talk, how to juggle, and if um. It's our perspective on things, how we see things that drives our, our pleasure or our pain.
1: Hey, halfway through the show, I want to take some time out. To talk about my partners, 99designs, you know, branding is a huge deal. I've learned a lot about it over the last 20 months, and we talk about branding a lot when you're in the business community and the entrepreneurship game. It's a term that gets thrown around by all types of people, and you may be wondering, hey, what is the big deal all about? What is branding anyway? In a nutshell, your brand is the set of perceptions people have about your company. It's an emotional expression of your value that your audience creates. If you want to become a leader in your space, design is key in communicating your brand. And when customers have seemingly endless choices in this noisy world, design becomes crucial in helping you stand out and giving you that competitive edge. But what options are available to people like us who are bootstrapping it with little little to spend on design? Many have turned to online marketplaces like 99designs like I have to help build their brand on a budget. You get maximum creativity with 99designs contest model where they get dozens of designers to compete to deliver you your best design. You get to be involved in the process, too, and walk away with a logo, a website, or other design that truly represents who you are and your brand. I've used 99designs, and I love what they did for me. Visit 99designs.com leadership and get a $99 power pack of services absolutely free today. Who were your mentors? I mean, there's got to be some, I'm curious about, you know, in your young adult life, who were you looking up to? I mean, who who instilled that kind of sense of optimism and, and of innocence into you?
2: Actually, it's Richard Rearson. Have you heard of him? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't really have any, um, well, I met, I met Tony Robbins. Did you? And so, yeah, I lived in San Diego and he, lived right near there, um and ended up going I went to one of his friends free presentations and we talked and I went to his firewalk and we talked some more. I went and had lunch at his at his home with just me and me and him and um went to his wedding and, and just Wow. This is such a positive person and I I just I see that he sees like I, the outlook I have about finding the joy in life, or finding the misery.
1: Yeah, it's up. It's definitely up to us. It's our choice. Yeah. Well, you got hit by a truck again. I mean, this happened in uh, April 2010. Oh. You got hit by a truck again. <laughs> what is? What's the deal, Kit? Come on now. What's, <laughs> hey.
2: So let me tell you about that. So I came back from the first accident. I wrote a juggling with finesse book, and I spoke around I pretty much traveled the world, and. um then I started a company making fresh salsa, if you can believe it. Salsa, wow. I made salsa. Um, and the company did well. I ran the company for like 15 years. And wow. I did everything. I made the salsa. I sold it. I sold it like farmer's markets and right. festivals and fairs and to a number of stores. And I would bring in like five 6000 bucks a month sometimes. That's so, a lot of salsa. Yeah, it was a good thing. And I just said, to I." Um, it's so a way to make it very quickly and it's very good. And then, um, when, when, uh, day I was riding my bike and I was riding, I was riding along and I saw a, a truckman toward me and he got in left-hand turn lane and I looked at him and I thought, no, not again. Oh no. And as he plowed through me, he broke my clavicle, my knee and three ribs and I was in the hospital again for months, and I had to close down my salsa business. Oh, and Kit. Relearn everything. So both times, not my fault, but just – it's just – things happen. Life happens.
1: Oh, my God, Kit. Oh, my stomach's in knots just thinking about that. How could – uh, I don't know. So you had to – so, you stopped the salsa business and you rehab for months coming out of that. So what next? And so now you're out of the hospital. What are you t- saying to yourself now?
2: Well, for the last few years, I've been working on writing my – it's a series of books called Beyond Your Potential. And in these books, I just pack them – pack the books full of ideas to advance to a higher level in life through changes or changes because it's um, – you know, they're very successful people in the world, but they work as hard as someone who's not successful. Right. But it's how we gear our thinking. Um. And in fact, my second book is called Your Brain, where I, I put in there just all kinds of ways to use your brain better to bring on a better life. And then along with the books, I've I've we're gonna study up more and more speaking programs where I go and I'll do juggling and magic and and. I speak to groups about success ideas and finding a better life and moving the business ahead and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, so this is exciting. I need to read these. I you know we so you've got accident is the first book in the series beyond your potential and then you said your brain is the second one, right? So Yeah, yeah. The first one is is about what? About the secrets of, of being happy, of how you kind of Suffered these these accidents and and kind of came out of that abyss. Is that what the first book's about?
2: Yeah, basically. And in that, I just have many ideas for yeah dealing with change and that sort of thing. And uh, boy, each book is just like a different area of life. And because what I want to do is, I had an idea for a book and I wanted to write a book like I said that would help many people in their life and um so I had worked on a book that was like got to be eight hundred pages. Wow. So I thought this is way too big to comfortably read. And that's why I um I broke the book down into five books. Yeah. They're coming out now.
1: Awesome. And so Third book is going to be finding success. The fourth book is going to be life changing, and the fifth one is going to be God versus love. Man, this is just exciting stuff. Uh, what? Uh, let's talk about God for a little bit. I was going to ask you how important was God in um, in uh, your kind of recovery and your positivity.
2: When I was coming back, I I tried to find God. I looked for God for comfort, for warmth, for direction. Richard, I could not find this God anywhere yeah. and I just i studied and learned about the idea of God, and I never saw found any anything that truly set my mind toward that direction i just i I've tried so yeah basically the the fifth book is about god and and how you know God has harmed so much of the world the idea of you know, people who have the idea of God, of course, are the ones who are harming life. But the love is most much more important than any kind of God.
1: Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, isn't that – some would say that's the definition of God, isn't it? I mean, it's just uh, – it's the idea yeah. of, of love in these in these types of circumstances. I mean, that really is the face of God, in my opinion, I think. Because you're right, you could find all kinds of, of – Negativity and I mean, God, there's plenty of it, you know. And it, well, it, look
2: at look at nine uh, yeah. eleven. Look at uh, all the wars that have happened. It's all religion. Yep. Yeah. You know, people there's and there are thousands of religions, and everyone thinks their religion is correct. In fact, in Christianity itself, there are hundreds of of ways of thinking about Christianity and. It just I really looked, and if anyone also, if anyone would carefully read the entire Bible, it seems that everyone has a Bible, but no one reads it. Right. If they would, if they would simply read this with an open mind, and you'll see all the there's a lot of horror, a lot of horror in there, a lot of you know bad stuff. So if you know people often just pull out the best parts. You know, and then they forget the rest, but read the whole thing and, you know, learn from that.
1: So how do you get your, how do you, w- yeah, this is what I struggle with. And, and I answer the questions like, well, why would a God let this happen? Why would God let this little girl be murdered? Why would this God let Kit Summers get hit by a truck twice when yeah, he was yeah. put on this planet to be a juggler? He loved what he was doing. He was spreading joy and he was joyful, Why would you let this happen what What was the point of that and so yeah. you're you come to the conclusion the answer is what 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 How did you By answer then, that? why
2: I looked for the point of it, and I couldn't find it, so I had to gather that there there's no God that that it's you know God didn't make man 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 made God in my mind because I've ever really studied and tried to learn all areas about. You know, both sides on the issue of God. And it just never formed for me.
1: So the form so at some point, though, you, like you said, the choice about love had to, to emulate from somewhere, right? I mean, so that is that what gave you the solace? Is that what gave you the peace? Is that it's about the choice? Because love is a choice, right? I mean, the ultimate. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's the thing is, when we are depressed and down, or like when I was upset, when I helped other people, I would feel better. So anyone out there, if you're feeling depressed or upset, go and help someone else. Go and even go to a hospital and help people who are in there and depressed and down. Help them and it will help you. So, you know, I think that's much more important than praying to them is the personal connection, the love.
1: Yeah, it's the action, taking action and doing something. You know what? It's such a great poignant point kid. I mean, I agree with you a hundred percent. I mean, at some point, if you want to be, you know, you got a lousy marriage, then be a better spouse and it takes action on your part. Right. I mean, it's not. Yeah. And, and if you're feeling down, like you said, why are you go make somebody else's life better? Your, your life may seem really bad and bad things have happened, but go do something for somebody else. And automatically you're making the world a better place and you're, and you're helping yourself.
2: Yeah, that you're helping more yourself more than other people, people I think.
1: Yeah. Uh oh, kid, that's just I don't know, it's an amazing uh mindset and amazing way to, to, to look at those things.
2: That's the thing though, everyone anyone out there can have this mindset. It's nothing is special about me. It's just it's the way we gear our thinking because we have to control our thinking and there just there's so much in the world. So many things to worry about and concerned, and uh, uh, uh. but if we look for you know the joy and the good in life, you see it's what we focus on. Right. We we focus on bad things and upset, be upset all that, then we'll bring that to our life. If we focus on joy and success and excellent things, then we'll we'll find that. It's how we. It's the direction we focus is so important.
1: So what's next for you? What's what's next on your plate? You've got these books coming out. You've got two of them coming out. You've got three more behind that. What do you want to do with that? What's next?
2: Um, I want to get my speaking going in. In fact, if there's anyone out there who uh, needs a, a speaker or knows someone who would like a speaker, I you know I do juggling and do magic. I teach the audience to juggle. I motivate, inspire, and um, just have a great time. And I would love to get my speaking going stronger, and then of course my books, my books are available on my website. Can I give them my website?
1: Absolutely, you kidding. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Kitsummers dot com. That's K I T S U M M E R S dot com. You can look at my website and to see my books and buy my books, or you can also order it through Amazon dot com.
1: Very good. Books. Well, so you still teach people how to juggle, huh, so you could teach me how to juggle uh yes I, I can't Uh-oh. you know I tried the it was weird i I almost Uh-oh. got three three balls one time or three bean bags, and I was sitting there and I was like, and it was almost like this the moment you stopped thinking about it, that's when it happened. Does that make sense? I don't know it seems like. So,
2: it's, it's so true it's when you start trying too hard, then it'll come in. Um, but one one easy way to juggle, and I, I've gone to a lot of schools and I teach kids to juggle with. I use scarves to teach with. They're very oh, lightweight, scarves, scarves. yeah.
1: That's very
2: a... lightweight, so they drop slowly. And if anyone goes to YouTube and just and they search for three scarf juggling, they'll, they'll see that. But instead of the scarves, you can no, if you can't find scarves, you can use plastic bags from the grocery store. Wow, they float kind of like the the scarves, so people can learn with those. Or you know, then they can go into balls. And once again, YouTube. There are just so many. Put type in how to juggle three balls, and it um, you'll get it.
1: Kit, you're an amazing man. I'm so glad I've met you. I look forward oh, to. I, I got to me- meet you someday. This would be. Uh, I'd love to see uh, you speak. I'd love to. I, I'm definitely going to read these books. Like I said, I got um, you signed up for this interview so quick, and I didn't have a chance to. Uh, to read any of your books but I'm going to do this because it's just such an amazing uh, story first and foremost and you know we talk about
2: I'm in um, the process right now I'm downloading a book to an email and I send you the first two books
1: oh man that's so kind of you thank you so much how
2: about about this how about this for your audience if they go if they go to my website kitsummers.com and they send me an email from there and just mention our talk me and Richard um, I'll send them a copy, digital copy of my first book, Accident.
1: Oh my gosh, that's a great offer! I'll I'll make sure I have links to that. So, this, what an amazing offer, Kit. So, if you go to kitsummers.com, dot com, send Kit an email at either KitSummers at Gmail dot com, or you can fill out your name on the mailing list on the website, right? And then they'll get they'll right. get the email. Yeah, I just mention mention our talk
2: and yeah, they can have a, my first book, Accident. Oh, very good.
1: And so you're on Facebook and Twitter and Google Plus as well and LinkedIn. Can people? Get in touch with you there as well
2: yeah and more important I'm here in person too yeah <laughs> they want to play in and say hi very good Well, Kit we forget about that these days and
1: yeah. connect humanly well what an awesome man This I'm so happy to have met you and I appreciate you taking the time to tell your story and I'm going to learn more about Kit Summers and and you always got to welcome home here at Dose of Leadership anything I can do to help promote you and what you're doing you're like I said you always got to welcome home here Oh, well, thank you so much really great to talk with you Good talking to you and we'll have you back again. Thanks, Kid.
0: Richard invites you to become a part of the Dose of Leadership community. Visit Doseofleadership.com and sign up to receive his free Common Sense Leadership ebook, a guide that highlights how all of us can learn to become calm, confident, consistent, and courageous in all aspects of our lives. Richard is also available as a speaker for your next event. Richard specializes in practical leadership and change management. He has a philosophy of inspiring everyone to think and act like a leader which is based on timeless natural principles and common sense you can get more info by visiting doseofleadership.com